What's going on everyone? Superstar Steve again, welcoming you back to another edition of One Take Live, we the most must-hear audio in podcast history, and we're talking Raw today, ladies and gentlemen, post-Raw show, that's where uh, we're in the lead-up to Survivor Series, we're in jolly old England today, UK got its Raw for the year, um, and I must say, I'm a bit unhappy with the crowd, I always, always look forward to an England crowd, they are Ruckus, raucous, uh, lively, uh, vocal, entertaining, chanting, carrying on. They're one of the best crowds of the year. If, if I had to pick a top three, um, it'd be the UK, it'd be Chicago, uh, and it might be... Uh, oh, there, there is another good one out there. I can't remember which one. Um, <clears throat> but those... those places put on the best crowds and make the show better uh when you have a lively crowd the show is so much more entertaining i think the wrestlers enjoy it more they perform to a better level uh they put more of a spectacle on uh and unfortunately we didn't get that this year from the uk crowd i don't know why maybe it was in a different arena different crowd different acoustics who knows could have been a lot of things um but that's one thing that really stood out to me on raw this week it was a bit of a bland show to be honest i'm gonna give it a five out of ten and i think that's being generous um for me it just didn't have that sense of um excitement and spontaneity that uh i think the show last week had uh, and that's really disappointing because I, I thought they were getting into a uh, sort of, uh, well, in the lead up to Survivor Series, I think they were really um, going to nail everything down and, and, and have some exciting moments with the whole under siege angle. But it just it just hasn't gone that way. And that that's really upsetting. Um, I wish they had. I wish they'd done it better. But, I mean... Let's carry on. We'll go through the show. We'll see what happened, who performed, who didn't, and what to expect going forward. <clears throat> so the show started off with Miz um, doing Miz TV. His first guest, well, his guest was Kurt Angle. Uh, and Kurt basically said, yes, Braun's in the Survive Series elimination match uh, on the one condition that he has a match with you tonight. So Miz... In for all sorts after his beatdown last week. Uh, what else happened on the card? It was Jason Jordan defeating Elias with a guitar and a pole match. Now, I'm glad they did something like this on Raw. Um, they used to do these sort of quirky matches all the time, but not so much anymore. And this one really helped, uh, I guess, get these two guys in the ring in a non-traditional match. Because we've seen that so many times. We know the guitar's been a huge factor. Um, Elias, of course, still doing Walk with Elias and singing, um, <clears throat> but without the aid of his guitar. So Jason did win the match, uh, hitting Elias with the guitar eventually, uh, and he will move on up. I think that's probably the end of his feud, but uh, we'll see in the coming weeks. Next, we had Asuka defeating the hometown girl, Stacey Coates, via submission in another quick squash match. I'm glad they're doing this with Asuka because um, there's obviously not a lot of depth in the women's roster and all the other women are sort of taken up. 
at the moment. So there's not really a lot of people for Oscar to go against. Emma's recently been let go. So I'm glad they're using uh, the squash matches still in WWE. That's something that's made a return over for the last year uh, with Braun doing it and the Nye doing it and now Oscar doing it. Um, it keeps the, da- the talent strong, uh, gets them ring exposure and... I mean, if you got no one else to put them against, why why have them off TV? Why have them at least do like a two minute match and and transform or, or get the audience uh, above board with who they are and what they do? Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, drink water for the working man. Next, we were meant to have the Titus O'Neil versus Samoa Joe match, uh, but Samoa Joe actually attacked Titus and. Apollo Crews before the match, um, and then rolled in the ring and said, I still want competition, so send out whoever you got. Finn Bella answers the challenge. One thing the answers didn't really comment on was the fact that uh, Samoa Joe was the one that beat Finn Bella for that NXT title, uh, and haven't met since, um, but these two put on a pretty good show, I thought. It ended in a double count out, uh, obviously. Both men refusing to back down uh, and going hard. Uh, so it ended up with a pull-apart brawl with the referees and whatnot, pulling two boys apart, boys, men apart, wrestlers apart. Uh, Kurt Angle then comes out and says, that's the type of intensity and fire I like. I want you both in my team at Survivor Series. So two what would be foes are now teaming together to be on the Raw team. I'm sure that that's probably going to come into play during the Survivor Series match, but we'll wait and see. We also had on the card Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Nia Jax and Alicia Fox. Um, of course, Sasha and Bailey want to be on that Raw Women's uh, Survivor Series matchup team. Unfortunately, they're not there yet. Uh, this could have been a, 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 a um, proving ground for them. And it was. Alicia Fox was tapped out by Sasha Banks. And Alicia Fox, after the match, said that she wanted Banks on her team. So, Bailey still not on the team. But, of course, there's no other women in the division. So, Bailey is definitely going to be there. Um, and Foxy, entertaining as always. Loved what she does uh, with her act. For me, she should be on TV a hell of a lot more than what she is. Uh, hopefully, WWE see that with her performances over the last couple of weeks leading up to Survivor Series, and hopefully she can become a staple on Raw because she's got attitude, she's got charisma, she's got what a lot of the women on the show don't have. Um, And if that means she comes down and gets beat, but she's got attitude, so be it. It's entertaining to watch. I mean, Enzo made a career on it, so uh, that's where the women's division is at right now. We also had Pete Dunne, the UK champion, the biggest roar of the night from the crowd. They finally came alive. Uh, versus Enzo More, your cruiserweight champion. Uh, Pete Dunne getting the victory there. A little bit of distraction from uh, Kalista, who was ringside, leading to Enzo's downfall. Pete Dunne getting the victory. Um, Enzo cut a, a really long, jabbering promo before the match. The crowd were not buying it at all. They did not want a bar of Enzo. Um, And it just ended up Enzo being a huge rant. It was non-stop. Enzo, 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 Enzo. And it was... 
not good TV to watch, I must admit. I mean, Enzo was getting hassled from the crowd, or heckled from the crowd, I should say. Um, but he, he stayed true, he stayed professional, and he carried on with what he was there to deliver. And I think uh, he did the best with what he could. It still turned out, still turned out terribly, um, but uh, he, he did what he had to do. He would have been crucified had he stopped and let them have their say and, and then try to back and forth with them. Um, but Enzo is a, is a master on the mic, so he carried on, held himself well, and got the job done. We also had Alexa Bliss calling out Natalia. Um, basically, Bliss doing a backstage promo or, or interview uh, promotion for her match at um, Survivor Series. So the matchup with Miz and Braun Strowman went a little as expected. Basically, the Miz and the Miztourage um, dancing around the outside of the ring, trying not to get involved in the action because Braun will destroy them. Uh, eventually, Braun does get his hands on them all. Um, and then Kane's music hits. Kane comes out, the two throw down. Braun ends up delivering a power slam to Kane um, before Kane sits up in the way that Kane does. Uh, so a no sell there, but it looks like these two are going to be going at it, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if Kane somehow gets involved at Survivor Series and causes Braun to lose, uh, or at least be eliminated. That's probably my pick as to how Braun's going to be eliminated, uh, but we'll wait and see. Finally on the card, we had one huge unexpected surprise. Uh, we heard earlier in the night that Sheamus and Cesaro would get one last chance to win those tag team titles from Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins uh, in the lead up to Survivor Series now that um, they want it to be the ones to face the Usos, which means what happens to Ambrose and Rollins? Do they get to verse the New Day after what happened? I should go through what happened first. So the match went as expected, uh, and eventually the New Day's music hit. And they did their introduction, and then the New Day is standing in the crowd where usually Seth and Dean enter. Um, so they're causing distraction. The Raw locker room eventually all comes out, surrounds the ring, gets ready for an invasion, uh, only for... Uh, Sheamus did a bro kick on Seth Rollins uh, and get the quick victory. The match never officially stopped. It was always going. Um, and you have new tag team champions. So it looks like Sheamus and Cesaro will first the Usos at uh, Survivor Series, which I'm really excited to see. Those guys hit hard, hit strong, put on a good match always. Um... Dean and Seth, where does that leave them? Roman's not back yet. Is he going to come back? Uh, I mean, if Roman comes back, then you've got the three members of the Shield versus the three members of the New Day. Uh, could be a good little interpromotional matchup there. Um, I certainly would expect the Shield to win that one if that were the case. Um, but I think that's probably what's scheduled in. I mean, it works nicely to get everyone on the card, doesn't it? Um, and fill out the card. So that was Raw this week. As I said, it wasn't 
terribly exciting. I think the uh, quietness of the crowd really proved to be a factor in it. I think if the crowd was alive, it would have made the show a lot better. Um, but they weren't, and, and that's just the way it went. So we've got a couple more weeks to go. Hopefully uh, we see some Raw members on SmackDown tomorrow night. I mean, it's... It's a bit one-sided. If you got SmackDown coming to Raw, but no Raw retaliating, what's the point in having the whole under siege angle? I mean, why bother doing it? Why not just have friendly competition? I think that they really have to step up uh, the game and put a lot more emphasis on the fact that this is not friendly competition. This is warfare. This is number one show. Uh, If you're not number one, you're at risk of losing TV time. Uh, I think that's the way it should be handled. Um, Kurt Angle... uh, Sorry, one last thing. Kurt Angle made his son, Jason Jordan, uh, the final member of the Raw uh, Survivor Series team. I thought it was a bit weird, to be honest. I didn't know if he should be there. Um, I mean, you got people like Kane that could easily fill that spot and be a monster. Then you got the whole Kane-Braun thing that could break down again. Um, but I think these guys have gone too far uh, for what, I guess, a working team uh, could accomplish. That's probably the only saving factor. And then who else do you really have to put in there? Uh, I guess they want to push Jordan. And so putting him in the match will certainly get him exposure and certainly uh, increase his value. Um, but that's it for this week. I'm not going to keep you around any longer, guys. Let me know your thoughts. Did you enjoy Raw? Uh, reach out to me on Instagram. We've just hit 3,900 followers. We scheduled it 4,000 next week. So fingers crossed for that. Everything's looking up. And uh, I'm going to leave it there, folks. I'm going to catch you all down the road. Thanks for listening. Bye.